In this episode of the Funny Business Podcast, do drugs and alcohol get the creative juices flowing? And on the flip side, we talk about a certain spice that you don't want to eat too much of. And can an AI really play an April Fool's joke on you? Mike, hit the music. episode of the funny business podcast you may be wondering why i'm talking like this it is late at night uh we both had long day i'm just gonna assume you had a long day mike and i <laughs> had, had long days at work and we're gonna have a chill podcast with minimal yelling unless we say something stupid and we're going to just talk about knitting how to knit the perfect sweater do you, do you know how to knit no. Oh. I'm not 90 years old. Oh. But okay. kn- knitting's an art. It is. Yeah, no, it is. It's a lost art. I feel like many people don't know how to knit anymore. Yeah, well. Even so, I, I don't know how to sew. Do you know how to set up a sewing machine? Nope. No? When would I have had to set up a sewing machine? I had to in middle school. Really? Yeah, in home economics. Nope. We took wood shop. Well, you were able you were able to switch between which like every semester you would switch between quarter, I should say you would switch between home ec and shop like you would go back and forth. Our home ec was more like, here's how you cook carrots. Well, like, yeah, well, I mean, part of it was cooking and baking. Mm-hmm. And then the other part was actually sewing. I think I've sewed sewn a pair of shorts like I actually sewn mm-hmm. a pair of shorts of fabric and then a bucket hat. I tried, I don't know if I ever said this podcast before, in uh, I think it was eighth grade at art class, going to make something. Yeah. I, I tried making a hat, and I just, I don't know what I made, it wasn't a hat. <laughs> um, but we were back, Mike. Oh. How are you? How are things? Are we, are we getting back to getting back Yeah, now we're back to the regular, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> I was not going to hold that for a full hour. I was basically just like plank on my chair uh i'm i'm great and and i'm just realizing now this is going to be my like first diva moment of this whole entire uh 155 episode collection of the funny business podcast my hair looks horrible <laughs> so, i just God, got a haircut after i needed one for two months so i can't I, say the same i'm getting one next week <laughs> and the worst part is is you won't see it until two weeks later and god damn it i look like an astronaut <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but, one, someone at work was like i was like yeah i haven't had a haircut in like two week, two months my hair is so long they're like your hair's long and my hair was my hair was bad yeah mine mine hasn't been cut in a month so um i guess we're just we're sticking with the astronaut look right i have now. to shave i have this weird thing every time i schedule a haircut the guy always like shapes up my beard and like makes it look like a nice and professional yeah i always leave it so overgrown when i go to see him that i need yeah. to shave it like three days after i go which totally defeats the purpose like i feel like i should be more on top of it and shave like four days before my haircut so that i can let the beard grow out with it shaped mm. But it happens to me every time, and I just can't plan it accordingly. Yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to the YouTube comments of me. Why? Why does his head look so round? <laughs> I don't care. I'm rocking it. Yeah, it kind of look um, like a Teletubby right now. <laughs> 
Poe. <laughs> uh, well, Matt, what a, another episode. I, I was going to wrap up. <laughs> that yeah, that's the episode. end of the show. <laughs> uh, my advice for this week. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I actually have to write a little bit of a note. Um, but anyway, oh. uh, my topic for this week, Matt, um, it's very interesting, you know? We're very creative people in, in the creative scheme of things. We sure um, are. You know, we, we do a podcast every week. We have to come up with some type of a creative level in order for us to keep us entertained ourselves, but more importantly, our listeners and our viewers more entertained. And there's ways you can go through it. I mean, I have, you know, on occasion, I've heard of what's called a writer's block. Um, I call it a creative block in the sense of creativity. Uh, the creative juices are flowing. Um, Matt, in some cases, you would think to yourself, man, I'm going to have an alcoholic beverage in order for me to get the creative juices flowing. What gives you that idea? Well, in this, in this episode, we're actually going to talk about the University of Essex in Berlin's Humboldt University. They have debunked the long-standing belief that drugs and alcohol enhance creativity. So they're saying it does enhance creativity? It does not. Oh, it does not? Oh, it does not. Okay, interesting. <laughs> um, I don't know. I haven't read the report, but I'm going to have to disagree with it. Well, it was funny because before, before the show started, you know, Matt, Matt comes hustling on into the recording studio mm-hmm. and he goes, you know, I'm going to go grab a drink. Maybe they'll get my creative juices flowing. And you just, you, you activated my trap card. Uh, so the researchers found that many drugs, including alcohol, amphetamines, and psilocybin, that's a drug I don't know. Clearly, I'm an infant. I, I don't even want to know what that is. It's P-S-I-L-O-C-Y-B-I-N. I, I will leave it to the, the healthcare professionals who listen to us, which made up why, the, why the hell would you? Uh, do not enhance creativity. Instead, travel, exposure to culture, meditation, and training programs are more effective in inspiring creativity. Well, that sounds like a lot of work. It does sound like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, that's not fun. Why the hell would you want to travel to, quote, enhance your creativity when you can have a couple, two, three beers and yeah. you can have a different perspective or different side of life because you're activating your inner ratchet. My name's not Sebastian, but I know a best friend who mm. inner ratchet is Sebastian when mm-hmm. they're all loaded up on a couple of two drink drinks. So yeah, I mean, you know how many creative ideas come from like a group of like four to five guys having like two to three beers? They could yeah. solve world hunger if they really wanted to. <laughs> Please tell me your oversized pillowcases was because you had a couple two tree beers. Yes, was it? Yeah. Was that match drunk thoughts? <laughs> that, that was that would probably fall under match drunk thoughts. We we wouldn't have a freaking segment named after match drunk thoughts if it wasn't creative enough. Yeah, that's you know that's a damn fact. That is a damn fact. This pod. No, I'm not gonna say that. Go ahead. This podcast was built off drunk ideas. <laughs> if we really dig deep into the roots, responsibly, responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> there is certainly a lore. That there was some type of drink or two involved when we yelled out funny business when we were playing Fortnite. Yeah, I mean, also for the first like three months of the podcast, we just drank every episode. 
responsibly responsibly yes (laughs) always responsibly apparently we're a couple of wimps as far as how much we actually drink during the weekday listen it was it was during quarantine i think everybody was drinking a lot there's nothing else to do i had a new uh love for drinking at home because that was the only thing you were allowed to freaking do uh yeah that is literally the only thing that i did so anyway Let's bring this back to the research. Yes. So people who took this weird drug, silo, silo, cybin. Yep. You got it. Okay. Felt they were more creative while on the drug, but were actually underperforming relative to their sober state. Dr. Paul Hanel from the University of Essex acknowledged that there are, there may be specific contexts in which drugs enhance creativity, such as when an individual has a vision and on hallucinogens. And mm. paints a beautiful picture inspired by it. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I don't even have words. Are you on a hallucinogen? I am not on a hallucinogen. Oh, it's a tough word to say. Um, so the romanticized idea of the, quote, troubled artist has been a prevalent narrative in the past where drug and alcohol addiction was celebrated and romanticized. Many artists came to a grisly end due to their addiction, such as William Burroughs, Frank O'Hara, and Jack Kurak. Do you know any of those names? Nope. Sounds like Frank O'Hara's. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, the researchers warned against recommending drug use for enhanced creative output due to the numerous side effects associated with drug use. Overall, the researchers' findings suggest that drugs and alcohol do not contribute to creativity and that other factors such as travel, exposure to culture, meditation, and training programs are more effective. Um, I think it kind of depends on the person, which maybe this is also a scientific fact, but different things get different people going. Yes. Not sexually but just like mentally. I mean, that too, but you could say like some people get more creative when they listen to music. Some people are more productive when they listen to music or um, even sleeping. Some people like having the TV on when you sleep. Some people like it completely silent, pitch dark when you sleep. Some people like a nightlight. I think it really just depends on the individual person. If you're someone that needs something to get your creative juices flowing if it's legal, if it's healthy, if it's not going to harm you, go for it. Um, I think it's hard to test anything that says this is effective for people doing such and such if you don't know them on an individual basis. I'm just laughing so hard that you're going up against a funded research from a university. They're like, not this is bullshit. I, I am much, much better off with own alcoholics than I am, which is travel or exposure to yeah. a training program. I th- well, I think we should also throw in that we don't condone just getting pissed drunk or taking a lot of drugs to come up with creative <laughs> thoughts. We do not condone it. I disavow. Disavow that right now. Oh, man. I, I remember uh, a, a colleague. No, that sounds wrong. Uh, a a friend, an acquaintance. There we go. Even better. They could be a friend. They could not be. When I say what I'm going to say, Matt's going to be like, oh, that's that person. Remember we always just say, let's do dabs. Yeah. <laughs> not me personally. I never no, said that. No. Mike did not say that. I did not say that. We know someone that did. We know someone that did. That might have gotten the creative juices flowing if it was legal. That. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that would have been, that would have been wild. 
I don't I don't know if I ever admitted this on the podcast and I feel like I'm going back. I'm trying to dig through. It was only like six months ago. I I went to San Francisco and I. How much weed did you smoke? So. Okay, so you by asking that question, I don't think I I said anything about this. So the last night, like moving into like the last day, it was a conference. Um, And one of the people that I've been vibing with, like we went out to a little hole in the wall bar and like we were just chatting about life and it was great. Comes back to the hotel and goes, do you want some? And it was a it was a bag of weed gummies. Oh, and I'm sitting there. I'm like. Do I take it? Do I not? Because California, it's legal. Mm-hmm. The issue was I wasn't with anybody that like mm-hmm. I was close enough to be like, Matt, hang on to me. Correct. <laughs> like like I, I was by myself. So I, again, honor scout, I, I have never taken any other drugs um, that were not prescribed to me. Um, so like no no marijuana no nope. um, Mary Jane no Kush no green stuff no marijuana pop puff the magic dragon whatever I said no because I didn't know even if I took one I'm sitting there I'm gonna be like what the hell is gonna happen to me and the hotel was set up in a way where if you decided to have a little fun and just hang on the side of the the hotel. It was not that you were going to like fall nicely and break your ankle. You were going to die. Yeah. No, I, I think that's probably the smart move. Um, I think if people like us who have never done that, who should maybe if you want to do it for the first time, maybe be with some people so you don't just freak yourself out or harm yourself. Or freak others out. Yeah, that too. Because <laughs> obviously none of them have ever seen me high before. <laughs> A group of friends that I was hanging out with, so... Uh, yeah, I've also never, never gone high. I don't know. It was just never something that really like interests me. No, neither did I. But speaking of creativity, mm. Matthew. Yep. How do you enhance your creativity or how, how do you get the creative juices flowing for you? I don't really think there's one thing that I do, um, other than coffee, but <laughs> Uh, that's just how I stay alive. Isn't that more just energy? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, I don't really know. I haven't really ever found that one thing always like gets me going. Like sometimes like I listen to music, but then sometimes I get distracted by music. Um, I, there's really not one thing. I just kind of have to be in that right mindset, but I don't, there's nothing that can like always get me in that mindset. Mm. Okay. So, so it's like a little porpory, like a little a little dabble in everything. Yeah, pretty much. You got to find your vibe first and then you apply it. Yeah, like if I know, uh, like, for example, at work, if I have to get some creative at like a meeting at like three o'clock, I'll try to like prep a little bit some ideas. And mm-hmm. then once I get like a good idea that I really like that I get excited about, then I kind of get more ideas pumping. So it's really just getting in that mindset and getting that one idea going, and then the more just keep coming and coming and coming. I think I can similarly say the same for you. I mean, for me personally, because I mean, even thinking about it, when when we used to sit down and like we'd go over like a lot of the stuff that that you guys see on our social media or anything like that was literally just Matt and I getting on a FaceTime call or a Discord call and just saying, okay, what do we need to do? 
And by the time we got that first idea out of the way, everything else started to flow. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's really what it is. It, when you're trying to plan something, you just need to start. Once mm-hmm. you get that start, that takes the vision for the entire project. Yeah. They always say that like motivation, like you should get rid of the, um, you should get rid of the big tasks first. Like that's what is Mm -hmm. supposed to support your creativity. But I don't believe that. I believe in creating the smaller, completing the smaller tasks, which then apply to the larger tasks. Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with that. Uh, I see a little bit of both. I think it depends on the situation. I I think it does. But personally, the creativity aspect, like, Mm -hmm accomplishing those small tasks first is what really pushes you to be more creative and, and put a little more effort into that juice that is creativity correct yep i agree 100 but yeah very fitting that we were having mm-hmm. a little beverage tonight in celebration of uh apparently drugs and alcohol do not make you more creative but uh no i'm having a, a nice dessert beer it's neapolitan what are you having uh well i'm having the drink of champions that my dad always likes to drink but um oh, like yeah, I was going to say, if they want to sponsor us, I could say the name, but, uh, well, you can free it advertisement, out. I guess <laughs> you can bleep it out. Mm-mm. All right. Well, now that we have our creative juices flowing, let's get into some segments. Oh, did B-Real just go off? B-Real just did go off. Oh, it is time nice. for dude. That's f- crazy. Uh, Mike, I have a very funny um oh, that's a great selfie. Yeah. I have a very funny <laughs> um very funny one. So I'm gonna go first if you don't mind. Um could could you back it up just a little bit? Didn't you have a story for me? Or is that in the segment that's later? I don't know. We we're playing Fortnite last night. You're like, oh, I got a great story to start the podcast. That's coming later. Okay. All right, yep. continue. You may go first. Um, okay. Whenever you're ready. Yep. So, <laughs> sorry. I just, yep, we're good. Um, <laughs> speaking of a hallucinogen, hallucinogen? Yeah. Is that how you say it? A hallucination? No. Hallucinogen? Are you talking about the object of a hallucination or the hallucinogen? Yes. Yeah, yes so the a object. Halluc- a hallucination. Hallucination. No, the thing that makes you hallucinate. A hallucinogen. <laughs> hallucinogen, yes. Uh, Mike, did you know nutmeg is a hallucin- hallucinogen? No way. So if you consume a large amount, like a large amount of nutmeg, <laughs> that is a hallucinogen. How, how much are we talking here? <laughs> it, doesn't, it didn't say. Oh, man. Um, but just be careful out there when you're, when you're eating your or nutmeg. Because I actually used nutmeg last week for a recipe. Mm. <laughs> and apparently it wasn't that much. Um, but yeah, dude, that's f- crazy. I mean, I believe that anything could be a hallucinogen if you just put your mind to it. So, Sorry, there's a fire truck outside. Oh, nice. I don't hear it at um, all. Okay, we're going to keep going on. Okay. <laughs> we're, yeah, all right. Yeah, so just be careful with your nutmeg. Just a few minutes later, we'll probably just see Matt just walking outside for like a fire cause or anything like that. So, um, okay, wow, I I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know it either until I looked it up. And that's why they put them in the little little shaker bottles, like because usually you get a standard one, which is 
little little large, like a little, little decent size, but like the nutmeg's pretty small. So that way you don't like yeah. chug yep. it. Interesting. Yep. Yep. All right, Matt. My turn. Um Matt, we gamed a little bit last night. Yes, we did. Uh and we we game whenever we can. We're gamers. Wow, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um so gaming is the only hobby where people spend thousands of hours in a game and still complain about how terrible it is. Yeah. No, that's that's dude, that's crazy. Um I think we do it every time we play, at least once. It's been less recently. It has been less. We've been we've been having a lot of fun. We've been doing pretty good, which is nice. It's a good change of pace. Um yeah. I see it with streamers a lot. Now I get that they, they do it for a living, so they have mm-hmm. the right to complain probably more than, than we do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is kind of crazy. I think what's interesting is them complaining is more open feedback because they're on a platform where they allow that type of feedback. Like yeah. I think there was the time, I don't know if you remember this, but it was like Ninja, Tim the Tatman, Courage JD, and Marcel. Mm. that that gang and like Fortnite was they had the mechs remember when Fortnite had like the mechs yes how could you the forget things yeah, yeah how, you how, how could you forget no, you can't. <laughs> the worst season they left like they stopped playing Fortnite to play uno mm-hmm. and literally took the viewership of Fortnite and brought it to watch uno on twitch it was great and epic games was like all right we we kind of need to fix this just a little <laughs> bit so I think that open feedback, it's, it's much better now than it has been, you know, years ago before streaming became such a mainstream, LOL, a mainstream thing because, you know, we would always play video games. I mean, I would never, I, I never had the opportunity to play online until college. Um, but having that instant feedback like they do now was something we did not have. Everything's instant now, but yep. I digress. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a weird dynamic. Alrighty. Uh, next one, last one for that I have uh, the hashtag. Everybody loves loves hashtagging on social media. Yes. Did you know the real name for a hashtag is not a hashtag? Yes. Okay. Pound. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Uh, the real name for a hashtag is an octothorpe. An octothorpe? An octothorpe. Octothorpe. So it's octo because it's got eight points. And okay. I don't know where the thorpe part comes from. Uh, I think I screenshotted it. Uh, let's see. You took a screenshot the of the hashtag. Octo, no, I took a screenshot of the fact. <laughs> the octo refers to the eight points in the symbol. But according to the Merriam-Webster dictionary, the thorpe part is a mystery. I was trying to think of the SpongeBob mystery. <laughs> <laughs> or Debbie. Or Debbie. <laughs> or Octothorpe. Uh yeah, dude. Octothorpe that's a, is interesting. It is, it is crazy. Um Matt, how's it going out out there? Um I think it's okay. I don't see anyone else outside anymore. Okay, no one's knocking on the door. <laughs> no, no, it's I think it's the building across us. FBI open up. Uh yeah, I mean, everybody likes to say hashtag. Like, now you hear it these days. Like, I think back when social media wasn't a thing, we had the, you know, we had the pound sign. Press pound for more options. Mm-hmm. Or press star for more options. Yeah. Uh, now everybody's like, press the hashtag. And it's like, oh, well, that's a generational divide right there. 
Um, but an Octothorpe. I never I never thought of that. Not many people know about it. I we love bringing facts to the mm-hmm. Funny Business Podcast. That we do. Um, lovely. Uh, okay, one more for me. This one might be interesting. Might have a long discussion about it. Okay. So you either come to realize what an idiot you used to be, or you remain as that idiot. Um, that's a fat is a stump. All right. So you either become to realize the idiot you used to be, or you're yeah, okay, dude. That's that's crazy, but it makes sense because if you never get smarter, you never learn from your mistakes. You're dumber. Dumb and Dumber, yes. Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. I'm, I'm Cornelia. <laughs> never seen that movie. That's Beavis and Butthead. Oh. <laughs> uh, I only think about it because of the dumb outfit that I'm wearing right now. Uh, you know, I thought about it. And I was like, man, like high school, I was an idiot at times. And like, am I still an idiot now? Probably. Mm-hmm. I know but I am. I feel a little bit more confident in me being an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, and I think we're not as big as idiots as we used to be. Right. Now we have college degrees. We're smart. Two we of have them. two of them. <laughs> I remember when we were helping Jenna move to her apartment, and I remember we were—I was with her dad, and we were moving stuff into the U-Haul, and we were just talking about like us trying to figure out how we can get the stuff in the U-Haul, like in the most efficient and just like compact way. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about college degrees. And I said, well, I said, how many college degrees does it take to actually fit in a fit, fit things in a U-Haul? And I said, well, I said, I, I have I have a bachelor's and a master's, so I'm double dumb. And Jenna, <laughs> Jenna's dad goes, well, I only have an associate's, so I'm only half dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a good one. I was like I the, the, one the best cap to the night. <laughs> that's a good one. It's a quality dad joke. I mean, if I if I get my doctorate, which I'm not 100 percent sure yet where I'm at, I'm just gonna be triple dumb. You you couldn't pay me to, to get my doctorate. Well, what if you get paid to get your doctorate? Nope, you couldn't pay me to get my. You doctorate. wouldn't. You would pass up on a free doctorate. Correct. That's insanity. 100%. No, That's it's insanity. not. No, it's not. No. Mm-hmm. No. Get it full free. No, I don't need a doctorate. Why? I don't I don't have Doctor. the drive or the passion to do an ounce of schoolwork ever again. Okay. <laughs> I just I just can't do it. <laughs> my master's just I used all of my energy left in school, my master's, and that is it. That's in the past. Mm. Never, never on to the future. Yeah. Future. <laughs> Sorry, April just sent me photos of the fire truck outside of my apartment. Aren't you two, like, living together? Like, yeah. So you just sent me pictures of the fire truck. <laughs> We're doing a podcast. I need to make sure I'm, my apartment's not burning down. Focus the f*** up, all right? <laughs> Listen, if my apartment goes up in flames and I die, it's on you. You, I, I will take 100% of the blame for it because you know what? You'd be able to see the flames. Uh, yeah, I think it's gone anyway. Okay. Yes. What's now on laser focused. Mm. Locked in. Time to just focus in on the last segment for today. For buy or sell. 
Mike, I have a decent amount, so I'll go first. Go for it. Um, I'm buying cooking. We've cooked a lot in the apartment. Uh, we've cooked a lot of good stuff. Um, cooking is great. I love cooking. Um, I, I also like cooking where there isn't mold. Cooking. So what? we had a late night last week, and uh, we were both at the our workplace um, doing different things, but we left at the same time. Like it was probably like eight o'clock at night, uh-huh. and we were like, "What do we want to do? Do we want to cook?" And she's like. It's eight o'clock. I don't really feel like cooking. And I was like, all right, where do we want to go? Oh. What? Oh. So we decided on Olive Garden. Oh. What? Okay. That's, you, not oh, anyway. that's, no, not that's not fast food. food. That's not fast food. No. <laughs> so we landed on Olive Garden and we're Actually, driving. it's the fast food of Italian. Yeah, right? Kind of, kind of. <laughs> um, what, do you call, so... what do you call bats? Chicken of the round? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so we started leaving the parking lot she's like you know what we were going to make ravioli and mozzarella sticks for dinner we can we're just going to go to Olive Garden and get the exact same stuff let's go home and make the ravioli like you know what that's a smart idea that's a good answer that's that's smart right that's what what we should have done right yeah so we get home she starts boiling the water she puts the ravioli in she starts stirring it it's moldy. Ravioli, ravioli, give me the moldy oldie. The expiration date had a month to go. Oh. That was moldy. Been open. And the, I don't know, but the fridge was like cold enough because everything else was cold. Um, so then we ended up ordering Applebee's because we're like, you know what? <laughs> At this point, it's now, it's now nine o'clock. We have not ate dinner and we just needed something. Um, so cooking is great just when it's not moldy. Was this this is last week? This was last week, yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. No, just... Yeah. Um also in regards to cooking, I'm buying smoke detectors. Oh. Um so we decided we were gonna make steaks, right? Yes. Who doesn't love a good steak? Mm. Um how did we make our steaks? We pan seared them because we don't well, we have like a George Foreman, but we never really used it yet. Um, so, so <laughs> let's just pan sear some steaks, right? So we look up the recipe. It tells you to really got to sear them on high heat. Uh-huh. So she puts the olive oil in the pan and she starts searing them and it's getting pretty smoky. We're like, all right, let's turn the fan on, turn the fan on. Still getting pretty smoky. Like, all right, let's open the kitchen window. Next thing you know, for the next 15 minutes, the smoke detectors are going off. Mm. Uh, and she cooked the steaks and I... Was standing at the smoke detector with a towel, just going like this for 15 minutes, just to try to air it out. Mike, the entire <laughs> apartment was full of smoke. We had every window open in the apartment. Uh, moral of the story is we don't have a great exhaust fan above our uh-huh. stove. Uh, and next time we're, we want steaks, we're just going to go to my house. My dad's going to grill them for us. Oh. <laughs> That's what, what a f- foolproof plan. Have you ever cooked steaks in your apartment? Do you have any secrets? Uh, no. <laughs> um, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, chop, like chopping it up, like cutting it would be better. Like kind of having like 
like instead of just putting the full steak on like just cutting it up like that might be a good idea i i don't know i'm not i'm i'm the sous chef when it comes to a lot of things but when mm. i when i need to step up i step up so yeah i'm also the sous chef sous chef uh we did have the thought of getting like the little like medallions and cooking them up that way like the little diced yes. steaks that's probably the best idea mm, okay yeah make some potatoes mm. i don't know my cell uh, i have three <clears throat> i'm selling birds birds yeah birds are stupid watch um, the government <laughs> that's true damn it <laughs> shit forgot about that um so i was driving to work and um was on the road and there's a group of three little birds in the road in front of me sat on my window two of them fly away one's just chilling in the middle of the road i'm like all right he'll fly away i get closer guy coming across me he's coming closer so if, if if you're watching on youtube if my microphone's where the bird is this is where the cars are coming and it's still standing in the center Still standing in the center. At this point, where we're about to like be neck and neck with each other, the bird decides to fly to the right. It flies into the car. They're coming at me. Ricochets off his car onto my car. <laughs> back into his car. The bird got hit three times by three cars. Obviously, it didn't make it. Uh, but birds might be the stupidest animal on the face of the planet. I almost got attacked by birds this morning. I'm sorry, what? I almost got attacked <laughs> by birds this morning. How do you, what kind of birds? Like two, uh, they flew by so fast. So funny thing, I was going, I was just about to get to work this morning and I felt lighter f- for some reason. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, why, why do I feel this way? And I'm like, I forgot to put my sandwich in my lunchbox. So I, zipped around i luckily i wasn't that far and i like parked in a way where like was just temporary like not usually a good a parking spot to park i get out of my car i take one step two birds probably fly two feet in front of me i i felt the current (laughs) of their wings fly right in front of me and i'm like what (laughs) and then i got down to my my door and there was a group of them I was like, holy shit, they called on their friends and being like, this guy wants to throw hands. I'm like, no, oh, I know. <laughs> Luckily, it didn't occur, but wow, that was, that was a riveting story of yep. a burn. R.I.P. Benny. Benny. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely wild. Wow. Um, I'm also selling communal garbage bins. Oh, not the bin. There's no need to throw, like, two car seat carriers in the trash. Well, Matt, sometime you may run into that scenario. Yeah, but but it, it, there's big signs that says, do not put large pieces of equipment in the trash. You might have triplets. The you trash might have to throw th- away three. The trash bin was overflowing. I couldn't fit my garbage in there. Oh. Yeah. So that really pissed me off. And then I'm buying sports fans that think they can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Or I'm selling Sports fans, I think I they like, can do whatever they want. I was like, I think I know we were going with this one, but I'm yeah. curious to hear. But then you said sell, and I'm like, ah, so okay. there was an interaction between an Angels player and an A's fan this past okay. weekend. Did you see this at all? Uh, I saw more or less the person who was trying to propose in left field. Yeah, and the guy completely Let me him. get this out of the way. Yeah, whatever you want to do, if if you think running on a baseball field is going to be like cool, you're going to get arrested. Like, actually yeah. arrested and thrown in jail, so just don't do it. No. So this Ace fan was chirping at this Angels player all day. 
And as he's walking off the field, just screamed. It was like, you're a bitch. You're a bitch. Well, the Angels fan went up to her and grabbed him by the jersey, like in the stands. And was like face to face and like cursing this guy out, like ready to throw hands. And then the guy's like, I didn't call you. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Like, just because you sit close to the field does not mean you can say whatever you want. Does that mean you can do whatever you want? Act like a human being. We see that a lot in the NBA, too. Like, yeah, people are chirping at some of the NBA players at the time. Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving was about to throw hands with a with a with a fan. And even the ref in between, he's like, stop, like, don't, don't stop. Don't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Idiots. Um, Speaking of Kyrie Irving. Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, they're not doing so hot right now. Hey, They suck. I was going to text you today and I was like, I wonder if the Suns are in the playoffs because I saw one Mm -hmm. of Kevin Durant's um, scoring stats. The other night, the last game lineup, by the way. Really? Yeah, they haven't lost a game. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I was like, oh, I said they're number four in the Western Conference. And then I did notice how the play in tournament works now, Mm -hmm. which I actually like that better than I did in previous years. Yeah, it's fine. But regardless. But yeah, fans, fans, there's a privilege. You buy a ticket. It's a privilege of you watching a game. Yes. Don't 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 make it dumb for the rest of them. Correct. Um, okay. Well, I only have one sell. Um, I'm selling Twitter again. Mm. Uh, and I'm, I'm very scared to talk about this because just how volatile Twitter is that I could say this now and a couple days later completely change. So please take this with a grain of salt. Uh, so last month or a couple weeks ago, there was a report that Elon Musk was going to shut down any legacy verified Twitter accounts. Um, so within that itself is anybody who submitted like paperwork or submitted an application to be verified, like they put in news sources, um, you know, they put in what type of person they are, whether they're a government, a news person. Um, yes, I've tried applying for Twitter verification manually before, so I know how this works. Um, and at April 1st, it was going to go away. Like all those accounts were going to go down. The only way that you were going to be verified is if you bought Twitter blue, which is a verification. So dumb. And there is, okay. When it comes to a business, it is super important to be verified source. Mm -hmm. Um, I will use the example that many people did when they first started rolling out, buying blue check marks for verification. There was a company that, faked being them and said the cost of insulin is free and the stock price dumped down the official company the the official pharma company whoever the hell they were um that was selling insulin because somebody created a fake account and said that the insulin was capped to free um i've honestly I saw that Twitter was selling blue check marks. Now Meta is selling blue check marks. I've only seen one good purpose that somebody who is personally invested in Meta, uh, a Meta verification. Uh, and it makes sense. Um, imposter accounts. Like no one wants to deal with that shit. And mm-hmm. it makes sense. I, I completely agree with that. But then with the Twitter, now it came to a kind of a compromise that says it's either subscribe to Twitter Blue or as a legacy account. Okay, Elon, you said one thing and now you're changing. How how can people online 
be safe going on to Twitter. I mean, I, I know I'm saying that that's a that's a very bold statement. How can people be safe going on to Twitter when we know Twitter's already a dumpster fire that it is and go on there and know that it's something that's verified that's actually an account that is that is a a verified source. Um but again, it might change the day after I, I talk about this on the podcast, but it's just, it's been crazy. I, I just, I can't, it's hard for creators. It's hard for people that are trying to have a social presence and, and that's it. How desperate could they be to have people pay for verification? Um, well, Elon needs to make his money back. So he needs to make it some way. I guess, but like, uh, come on. Is it really worth like, and if you're a random person, don't spend the eight, is it eight dollars? I think so. I think it's $8 a month. $8 a month is not worth it to be verified on Twitter if you're just some random person. It's just not. It's not changing your life. And they actually are now charging for the API now, um, which basically mm. the way that I explain it is it's a blueprint. Like if you wanted to create an app that like n- was able to work with Twitter, like you basically get the floor plan of what Twitter looks like. It's the mm-hmm. API. Now they're charging people to use the API. So like you can't. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's and it's a lot of money, um, which is ridiculous. But <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's my sell. Um, I'm buying. It's funny you say MLB. I'm buying Major League Stadium upgrades. <laughs> oh, OK. Um, so the Philadelphia Phillies and the Pittsburgh Pirates upgraded their Jumbotron. Yeah, looks awesome. Um, it, they look phenomenal. And mm-hmm. it's really nice that clubs are now investing into the experience now um because you would think to yourself like oh crap like it's just a jumbotron like it's just a big screen whereas they called it the in the phillies the citizens bank the fanavision like the fanovision it's like the fanatic um they made it so they keyed in i don't want to say they keyed in but they basically animated the structure that was behind the jumbotron to make it look like it's not a tv screen and then they actually added like a little tv screen but then they actually like made it full screen Uh, it's really cool i gotta Mm -hmm. like they put like the blue sky in the background like they have like everything it was really cool um but like that's the experience like the experience of having it and be able to experience it no matter where you're sitting at like I'm glad that they're investing in those types of pieces of the ballpark in order mm-hmm. for their fans to have a better experience, whatever they said. Yeah. I mean, as someone that works in minor league baseball, minor league baseball is a little different than the major leagues. Yeah. Um, but any, any sport, anyone who works in sport, you are working in the sport industry, but you're also working in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Like you do a lot of people, if they go to like a major league baseball game, might not see this, but like they're putting on a show outside of the game of baseball like you're going mm-hmm. there to watch baseball game but if you go to a minor league baseball game a lot of the fun of minor league baseball happens when the players aren't on the field right. or when they're warming up for in between innings like the con the fun contests they do or like the things they do pre-game or post-game mm-hmm. that is part of the entertainment industry so i think a lot of teams are really finally starting to realize they do have to put resources into that to make people happy yeah and to have them come back and there's again, there's people that are in that demographic where it's like, well, I, I really don't like baseball, but I really like what happens at, at the stadium. Mm-hmm. And people go to that. Yep. Um, I'm also buying uh, X. Excuse me? X. Like EX or the letter X? No, the letter X. Why? Uh, X is my DJ for Spotify. Um, 
X is an AI that uh, oh is in if you have Spotify Premium that uh, it's able to kind of basically be your automated DJ. Um, and it's really interesting. It like picks songs. He's like, oh, I'm going to take you. And he says my name, too. Goes, what's going on, Mike? It's your boy X. And I was like, oh, this is fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, he's like, I'm going to take you back to the songs that you listened to in 2019. And it's pretty dead accurate. Like the songs I listened to in 2019. Wow. Um, and it's like, oh, like, you know, I, I haven't I haven't seen this artist in your rotation, but let me see if I can bring them back. It's uh, it's Harry Styles. Uh, or it's like, I'm going to play an artist who you've been listening to a lot. It's Taylor Swift. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, but as you all are aware from the time of this publication of the episode, the previous leak was April Fools. Mm. And I didn't get a lot of pranks on me. Um, however, my DJX actually April Fools pranked me. Oh, um, really? It was so interesting because I Jenna has yet to hear, like to see it or hear it. So I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, this is X, like press it and then press. And he's like, what's going on, Mike? He's like, we're going to take you back 1100 years ago. And he plays this shit that's like symph like symphony and all that stuff. And there's a button that you can press. Like if you don't like the set that he's playing, you could press the button and it'll automatically change to a next set. And he goes, did I get you there? April Fool's. And I'm like, did I just get pranked by an AI? Wow. <laughs> that was that was the best April Fool's prank I had that, that this year, that whole entire time. So that's again robots are gonna kill us all yeah but um yeah i did get i got i got duped on april fools did you yeah the steelers posted that they signed snoop dog's son <laughs> but he is like snoop dog's snoop dog's son played college football so i was like oh my gosh like that's weird like they actually signed snoop dog's son no didn't happen no no <laughs> yeah it's okay it was funny <laughs> um yeah so if you have spotify premium it's called it's it's called dj but like he calls himself x um unless he's named by other people like unless one other person has a different dj that's na not named differently maybe it's a or c yeah, or I'm d check it out or m um but yeah certainly um check that out and and lastly i am buying the wwe mm. Um. WrestleMania. My what's that? WrestleMania. Yeah. My childhood came full circle um this year. Uh they inducted uh Rey Mysterio into the WWE Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Um Rey Mysterio has been wrestling for 34 years. Wow. Yeah. He's been in the business for 34 years. Um and like <laughs> I still cannot get over the fact when Matt sent me Kurt Ankle <laughs> cameo. Yeah. Um, still the best birthday surprise. But um, Ray was honestly my favorite wrestler. I had because he's a he's a luchador, so he, he goes by the the luchador way where he wears a mask. Um, wow, I just got nowhere. I apologize. I'm having a can moment. You, can you bleep that? You f it up, all right? Can you bleep that, please? <laughs> bleep it. <laughs> I was going to know her. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm bad. I was having a moment. Um, so in the luchador way, he wears a mask. And so I had a mask. I had his like pants that he wears in the ring. 
Um, I actually saw him live with my dad the one time in a steel cage match. Um, mm-hmm. So that was like really cool. Um, but to finally have it full circle, like I was telling Jenna, cause I was just like playing it on Twitter. And she's like, what are you watching? <laughs> like I said, I never thought in my time, I would see Rey Mysterio be inducted in the WWE hall of fame in the time. Like I would be thinking like 20 to 30 years down the road, like mm-hmm. not years after that. I kind of was finished watching it. Like mm-hmm. I think I was done watching it maybe around like 2010. Um, but I mean, I, anytime I see like John Cena or any, well, I don't know if I can see him, uh, you know, anytime I, I see like John Cena or anything like that, like, I'm invested in that, like Batista in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I've known Batista before he was um, Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like mm-hmm. you see these people that show up in movies and you know where they came from originally. Um, yeah. So it just was not that I saw his presentation, but it was just so nice to hear that he was finally getting recognized for 34 years in the business. And I'm not kidding. He's still wrestling. Like he wrestled at WrestleMania this past weekend. Um, and he actually came out with Snoop Dogg and a low rider for his WrestleMania mm-hmm. entrance. That's cool. Um, and he tributed to a wrestler who passed. His name was Eddie Guerrero. He died back in 2005. I remember that night. Um, but it was kind of a dedication to him. And yeah, it was just, it, it just, again, for something that's like a childhood, like memory. Like it was just so nice to see it as an adult and try to see that, you know, develop. So did you see the news today? What did you, did you see the WWE big news today? Yeah. They're merging with UFC. Well, they got like bought. Yeah. They, well, yeah. For, they, they were acquired. For like, is a two shit point, ton of money. Two point billion, like two, two point something billion. Two point four, I think. Yeah. Two point four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. And like, God forbid, like Vince McMahon has not been in the picture because there's been some allegations happening to him. Mm-hmm. Comes up in the interview. The dude's in a stash. <laughs> like, Was he? Yeah. <laughs> he looked so out of place. <laughs> but, you know, it, it was weird. He was saying he's like, it's the next move for the business. And it's like, that's very interesting coming from a man who literally wanted all the power in the world for it to be WWE. Yeah. So. It's got to be a weird feeling for him just to like kind of be like stepping aside. Yeah. I mean, again, he's had some allegations happening, so he really right. can't, yes. you know, of his own company. So he really can't stick with his company that, that has no, but it's definitely even for like Stephanie McMahon. It's got to be like a weird like feeling for the McMahon family. Just kind of like passing yeah. it on. Well, yeah. And then Triple H is still onto it, too. So right, yeah, but but anyhow, but yeah. So Buyaka Buyaka six one nine. That's the area code for San Diego, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's finisher. So, uh, um, are we going to WrestleMania next year? Are we? It's in Philly. Oh, it's in Philly. Mm-hmm. Maybe live podcast from the parking lot. Could you imagine that? I mean. I don't want to say this, but I don't think that's too far off of a chance. No, I know. Because let me tell you something. I texted a buddy of mine. I won't mention his name. I texted mm. a buddy of mine and said, good luck this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I, you know, I forgot about that. So right now. 
Um, and I, I'll keep it at that. So. Yep. Yep. That's wow. Look at us. So WrestleMania World Cup the following year. Yep. Um, Dude, we are so excited for a World Cup game. Yeah. I like we're stoked. Like it's intense, but anyway. It's gonna be great. So yeah, well that that concludes the the count of one, two, three. Uh a nice pin for the conclusion of the funny business podcast. Uh make sure you subscribe or unsubscribe and then resubscribe again because you made a mistake. You accidentally clicked on it twice. Uh you can find all of our information at solo.to slash funny business. Matt? Yeah. Happy birthday podcast. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> that was my note. I was like, I got to be sure to tell that. It's always interesting when we try to, <laughs> to record the week of the show and it's like, well, shit, like <laughs> there's something that happened on that Friday or that Wednesday. Yes. So we, we miss everything. Um, <laughs> yeah. 27. Um, I will be working. A long day, um, but doesn't really, I don't know, birthdays just come and go at this point. Um, I think I celebrate them, though. Yeah, I definitely will a little bit. Um, oh, we already got for my birthday? Yes. Yeah, so my parents got me some great gifts. Mike, nothing screams happy 27th birthday than getting a printer. Oh. A shredder. Oh. And a ream of paper <laughs> for your birthday. <laughs> and I was I was all for it because so I had to get my license renewed this past weekend. That was a whole mess. And I was just saying to April, like, as we were going to meet my family at bowling, I was like, you know, if I would have had a print something out at our apartment, we'd be screwed because we didn't have a printer. Got a printer now. Wow. Wi-Fi? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Doing better. Beautiful. Yep. Um, but Mr. Matthew. Yes. What is your advice for the good people of the coworkers of the funny business world? This is more so advice for for me when I listen to this episode later this week. Get some sleep. And it's also advice for all of you out there. Let's get some sleep. Uh, I think I've said it. I probably say this every eight episodes, but it, it applies every time. Um, sleep just does wonders. Whether you're working long hours or if you're not feeling good. Let's get some sleep. It'll help. Yes, sir. That's all I got. Wow. Lovely. Yeah. Maybe you want to listen to us as you fall asleep, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. That, Nothing uh, puts you to sleep like the funny business podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> um, but yeah, that concludes another episode. And until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone. 